Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did it out. Is that me or you? Huh? It's good now. I don't know what the fuck Dalton got going on, man, but we back. Episode uh 101. If you didn't catch the song, I was trying to, you know what I'm saying, do some razzle dazzle. But as the white man always does, he oppressed me. Mm. <laughs> I was just playing, Dalton. I love you. Uh like I said, episode 101, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers podcast. Um, it's your host with the most, Chris Miner, uh, a.k.a. Dino Spamoni, you know what I'm saying? Add a little bit of more extra uh, cheese on my pepperoni, you dig? Uh, Dalton, what's good with you, baby? Uh, you know, technical difficulty, Dalton, over here. Uh-huh. I had to do, if they could see this Zoom setup right now. It, it, it looks rather swell to me. Zoom is not set up for us to be in the same place. So we're in the same place on a Zoom meeting together. Zoom better get it together. It's um, a pretty wild thing. But uh, we here, you know, it's a beautiful Saturday. It stormed the fuck last night. And uh, it's back to normal. It doesn't happen, as always, because Texas, you know. Facts. Okay. Well, we have a special guest today. Um, He's not here currently, obviously, or else we're going to do it on Zoom. But. um, Did y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, bro. Uh, I was just introducing you right now. Um, yeah, he's you muted yourself now. Yeah, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. I can hear you now. Can he still be heard? Is he talking? I can. Can y'all hear me? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so yeah, we, <laughs> we go get it. We go get it right. We go get it right. But um, yeah, we was on. I was on Twitter one day. It was a random day. And I think uh, Carlos, uh, the guy from um, Wild and Out, was like, tag your black-owned businesses. Right, and, right. Uh, me, and this, me and this gentleman have been following each other on Twitter this whole time, but I had no idea that he uh, 
created a, a a trivia game based off of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And he's a producer as well. I didn't even know he was from Fort Worth, uh, or at least that's where you are residing right now. Nah, and, that's where I'm from. South side okay. of Fort Worth. South side of Fort Worth. Drop a bomb for him, Dalton. We don't have too many Fort Worth entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We just don't know about them. Okay, uh, that's a fact because I ain't know about I didn't know about you. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm picking up. Oh, you good. He's at Target right now, y'all. Look, this probably a little sloppy, but we're going to get Look, to the- I'm picking up boxes right now. I'm not even bullshit. Oh, for the, uh, of, of, the, uh, of the game? Yeah, the shit. All right, All right, thank you. So, as like I was saying, we, um, he uh, tweeted the video, and it was getting some traction, and I looked at it. I was like, yo, that's fucking dope, because me and my friends, like, that's like, the, you know, as, as our listeners know, that's what we do. We mm-hmm. argue over rap and hip-hop and music and everything else. Yeah. So the fact that it's a card game just makes it all the more better. We can drink and argue with each other and and have these cards in our hand. Um, So, yeah, he's the uh, owner of... um, Got Bars. Yeah, Got Bars. Trivia card game, hip-hop trivia card game, which was a brilliant idea. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to butcher your name because I will. <laughs> so if you can, so if you can let the people know like who you are and, and everything. My government, my government is Tawan Hall, but everybody that knows me calls me T Hall or they call me Hall. Okay, that's a bit. It wasn't as hard as I thought it was. I yeah, yeah. It, never is. it looked it looked crazy. Just blame my uncle. <laughs> Shout out to uncle. Um, yeah. So Dalton was really interested on getting you on as I as as were I trying to figure out like what possessed you to create this game. Um well appreciate that first of all, Dalton. But um <laughs> what made us even come up with this in the first place. So me and my friends, we normally would just be exactly like what you're saying. We would be in group chats like arguing over uh different lyrics, or we'd be like quoting a lot of stuff all of the time. Like we'll get in arguments and be like Hope said such and such and such and such and such. Like, we'll be screaming the shit at each other. And then after a while, I just thought about it. I'm like, man, are we missing something here? Like, we do this too often. I know we can't be the only people that do this. Right. So um, I sat with the idea for a couple of couple of minutes. Well, not, not even a couple of minutes, probably like a couple of weeks. And um, after I sat with it, I was like, okay, there is something here. And after that, I started trying to figure out how I could turn this into something that could have legs and go beyond what we already had going on. Word. Look, let me see the uh, the, the the game, Don. Yeah, I've been I have the box literally in my hand. There's the cards. <laughs> um, now I wanted to see the box in the in the card because the design of the every like your packaging mm-hmm. is phenomenal. First of all, let me Thank tell you, bro. you that. Thank you. Um, that was what I wanted to bring up because, like, usually you know when people start quote unquote businesses or like shit like people our age are like yo check out my clothes line it's like a gilded right. screen printed image on it um, right, right. so this is something that takes like uh like thought into and like how do you get this design because i have no idea how people get <laughs> there you go bro man thanks bro like um so i'm not even gonna start this is um this is actually the third version of this so when i started off um it was trash um i have like all of the versions of my house and I have them sitting next to each other so I can actually just keep seeing the progress. Yeah. So like, this is the third version. Right, right. This is the, yeah, it's final form. Great. Right. <laughs> so um yeah, this is not 
I didn't come out the gate like this. I just want people to know that they're listening because, you know, it's a lot of people think that they got to come out the gate perfected and all of this. I had a concept, an idea that was strong enough. People believed in the concept, and they supported me to get to the point where it, it looks the way it does now. It's beautiful. The 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 gold trimming on the cards, the, the box that it – even the box that you mailed to my house with the game <laughs> in it. Yeah. I was like, they got their own tape over the box, and then I got a <laughs> sticker. I put the sticker on my laptop immediately. That's Man, the first thing that I did. Yeah. And um, yeah, because you got you got hats and shirts and stuff as well. I want. Yeah. The, I'm gonna get that hat. By the way, I'm a big man. Guy. I got you. I got you. Uh, we'll send some stuff out. I got you. Oh, uh, much you love. Me the size, though. I got you though. Don't worry about it. We um, but especially since everything's been going on, bro, it's just crazy. Like I I I. I I appreciate you even sending it over because we've been following each other for so long and I don't think we ever we ever had interacted before. And um, um I think no. the only time we interacted well, I think we know each other because I met you I met you via uh via Hardy, T Hardy. Really? And, uh, yeah, me and T Hardy like go back. So we used to be in a group together and we we used to rap. Uh-huh. Um I think everybody used to rap at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, shit, man, I've known T. Hardy since he was like 15, man. You know what's so, crazy? The first time I met T. Hardy, it was at summer school, and I was wearing the see-through pro kids. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, yeah. fired my bitch ass up. And yeah. ever since then, yeah. I, I hated his motherfucking guts. We got, I love him. I love him to death now. But yeah. junior high, that's I was that's like, my little brother, man. man. Yeah, that's my guy. But no, I was. Were you at his own Kanye themed party that year? Nah, I wasn't there. He hit okay. me, but I wasn't even around when he, he okay. was trying to get me to come through. But I, he told me about it. Okay, were you right, there? Right. Yeah, I went. That was the that was the first time I seen him since junior high. Oh, and, okay, and I was okay. skeptical because I was like, man, this sound like a setup. This nigga probably for the child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I had so I was like, yo, I I hit one of my other homeboys. I was like, hey man, T Hardy having a party. Yeah. Oh, that was a little bar. T Hardy was having a party, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, <laughs> we went, and it was dope because I seen people I hadn't seen since junior high or high school right. there, and like his people and everything. And he invited me, showed me his studio room, and we cooked mm-hmm. up that night. Then I went back another time. So yeah, Hard- yeah, T- came to the podcast. Um, yeah. Me and Dalton had our apartment. He came kind of late, but no, nah, Hardy's my Hardy's my guy. I seen him at the uh, protest in Arlington as well. Yeah, he be out in these streets, man. I'm proud of him uh, and his development, man. Um, I actually, like, just kind of got to watch, got to watch him develop as a producer. I know he went on to win that beat battle. Uh, he did. A couple of months ago. Uh, shout out to Camp as well. Um, he, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say? I was just going to say we um, we put together a uh, local producer battle called uh, Crowd Crowns, like, a few months back. Okay, and okay. Him and, uh, him and DJ Ice. I don't know if you're familiar with Will Boyette. Nah. But uh, he does a lot of stuff. He does a lot of shit. But him and DJ okay. Ice went heads up our first night. And uh, they put on a hell of a show, bro. Like, for real, for I real. Bet. Yeah, I bet. I bet. That's crazy. Okay, so back to you, though. Right, right. So you you were you realize y'all had something on your hands because you know we we everybody throw bars around and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So what were some of the like struggles that you endured getting it to where it is now? Like what like what's the price range on getting this level of like packaging and 
Is there any so, copyright issues about the the lyrics? <laughs> I, I, yeah, and if I'm snitching right now, I'm sorry. No, 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 no you're not. You're not. Okay. I can talk about all this. Okay. Give me a second. I'm getting back in. No, you good. You good. You good. Yo, I really want some fucking tacos, bro. We got to make that happen. You have to. Like, I need street tacos too. Fuck Taco Bell for the record. Our, our episode is gonna be focused on the car game, <laughs> man behind the car game. But I have to shout out. We have a fun, fun episode after the last couple. Yeah, the last couple. Right. right. You know but still, fuck Taco Bell. And I'm sorry about Hot Blast. You know what I'm saying? I might never get to. Hey, they, hey, you can buy a Hot Blast at the store though. So it still, it still, it still comes from the same tree. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? From the same place. Just <laughs> from, the same place. Yes, Dalton. So we're not drinking Baja Blast no more. I, I haven't <laughs> drank Baja Blast. We're drinking body armor over here, baby. Yeah, Damn. represent Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace. All okay, day. but now nah, I'm 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 actually back in here now. So okay, let's go. To go into it, um, your question was how much did it cost? Basically, yeah. All right. So to start up, um, and I tell anybody this, to start up, man, you need to make sure you at least got four to 5000 put to the side yep. um, mm-hmm. just to start and just to get materials. Um, for me, uh, my startup costs end up being around around 5000 That's not including any legal fees or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's primarily just product uh, to bring it to life, uh, to get the design, to actually – send stuff over to China, get a proof back, hate it, get another one made, yeah. hate that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Send another one, then it don't have a gold trim, it's got silver. It's just, it's, it's daunting, but the end reward is definitely worth it. If, you, if you're a person that has a lot of resilience and just the attitude to pretty much overcome and whatever you're doing, then... I would say go for creating a product, definitely. I, I enjoyed the experience. This is a beautiful, bro. Dawn's looking at it right now, and I'm like behind him looking at it. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is beautiful. Like, this is a beautiful card game, bro. Like, it's beautiful you, outside bro. of what it represents, bro. It's a really classy, slick. Like, uh, I told, as you know, because uh, you saw the tweets, but I was telling everybody, right. like, uh, I hit my. I told my family. I was like, "Yo, I got this dope car game. It's black <laughs> owned, like, because yep, um, yep. all my family kind of gravitated more towards not all my family, but like my older family, kind of gravitated more towards music once mm-hmm. like they saw that it was something that I wanted to do. Yep. So like they've been trying to like my sister calls herself two pots, and because uh, <laughs> she be in the kitchen cooking dinner or whatnot. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So like. Uh, we we built a game night. Well, we we're supposed to have a game night today, actually, mm-hmm. based off the fact that you know I got this card game. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's all I really wanted to do initially with this was to bring people back together and put their phones down because yeah. I feel like you know when we do get together, we're not engaged fully. If right. it's something I can do to just bring people back together all the way, I'm out for it, regardless of what it is. Beautiful idea, bro. I, yeah. I, I cannot hold you. Uh, one of my, yeah, go ahead, Don. No, I was just saying it's crazy because, like, that's why I was so excited because, like, it's finally something different. Like, I, it wasn't like, oh, mm-hmm. old line or like uh, swimwear or just anything with clothes right. or not an album. You weren't like trying to sell an album. Like, right. You had stuff that I'm, I'm highly interested in because this, this is a game I'll be very good at. Like, um, right. I feel like, I feel like it'll be dope for our generation, period. Um, yeah. Yep something that kind of just time stamps us and speaks to the things that we're into versus, you know, um, just like 
Monopoly is my favorite game. Don't get it mm-hmm. twisted. But just something like Monopoly or, you know, stuff that we've been playing for years. You know, it can get old after a while. That's with anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then this is a great story, like you said, of resilience. Because, like, you know how long it probably took the people who made Uno to get that down? To, like, Man, I can only imagine. Exactly. So, like, this is cool that this is your first. Are you, are you trying to push this product to, like, stores like Target, for instance, or – um, so I had conversations, um, with a couple of investors that had relationships with like big box stores. Yeah. Um, I am open to it, but, um, the numbers got to be right because yeah. at this point I really don't, I really don't need, <laughs> I don't need them. My website is sure. boarded enough, but if I can have it on every corner in the world and yeah, but numbers just gotta be right, bro. I'm not, I'm not hurting. I say. Yeah. Look, I, and as uh, bruh, even the, um, I don't even know what you would call it, commercial, I guess, or the the pitch of the product. Oh, the like, ads. yeah, the ads. There you go. I don't yeah. know why I didn't. That that wasn't the first thing that popped in my head. It was because it wasn't like you were trying to sell it anything. It was mm-hmm. like, look, this is a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's an ad, I guess. Look, look, man, look. <laughs> Juneteenth was yesterday, all right? right so you right. have to let me get this. Let I me get this. Right, right. I was just fucking with Don, but. Uh, <laughs> He likes to remind me I'm white, like every. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but this is my brother, though. But um, but yeah, Already. I was talking. I was talking to uh my homegirl about it because uh, I was telling her today, like, yo, well, I don't know how to call her homegirl. I don't want to hear it. Like, I'm just your homegirl. But anyways, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I was like, I was explaining, like, yo, well, I got to go do the podcast today, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, we um. We're having uh, this guy on. He made this card game. And she was like, oh, I think I heard of it. But she wasn't 100% sure. Mm-hmm. I sent the link. And I was like this. And it's just a cool thing, bro. Because it's like you're not forcing anybody to buy this shit. Like, it's like it's mm-hmm. just dope. And if you if you want to be a part of a dope conversation and, you know what I'm saying, uh, get people involved, this is a way to do it. Like, the only card game we play, like, like unanimously is going to be uno right always yeah of course it's always of course. uno like wherever we go like we might play like uh what's that other game something drinking with friends i think but um i play cards against humanity that's that's um, the, yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah cards yeah, against yeah. Humanity, yeah but it's like dalton said bro it's really dope you decided to like attack another avenue other than like fashion or uh because uh i know uh virgil's not like the guy right now, but right, right. He, was, he was on the same type of path. Even uh, Chris would uh, stay good. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that brand, but he has a he's a he's a local uh, uh, fashion. Familiar. Yeah, stay good. His name is Chris. Uh, I'll link okay. you with him. Okay. But, um, even him, like he's doing like keychains and sunglasses right. and other things outside of like the product of uh clothes like he's doing other things and i think this this car game is like fucking genius like for right so let me let me just pull back and kind of explain everything that's going on because the car game is like one aspect of what i actually do so i have a brand in whole it's called dtd what that stands for is dimes to dollars so Mm -hmm. The brand basically encompasses everything going from a point of nothing to something. I mean, obviously, it's dime dollars. So um, what we're about is pretty much the journey. Um, entrepreneur, any creative, um, anybody that's just trying to find their way in what they're doing, um, we try to represent that. So 
as far as that's concerned, I have a partner of mine that is in sports media. Um, mm-hmm. His name is C. Hendo. Um, he's went on to interview Kevin Durant. Uh, he's went on. He was the guy that was interviewing in the ad. He interviewed Dame Lillard, and they mm-hmm. played it a little bit. Um, he played it with Common. Um, list goes on and on. He got it to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was actually the first person, first celebrity that had their hands on the game. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, that was really, really dope for me, and that helped a lot. Um, beyond that, we have media agency. Beyond that, of course, we have merch to go along with all this as far as clothing is concerned. But we do a lot more than just actually the game itself. Mm. My apologies. I wasn't trying to limit you, bro. <laughs> I wasn't nah, trying to limit you. You didn't know, bro. You didn't know, I did but see I, the, I, while I got I, to platform i had to just put it out there too no facts um and i'm glad that you did uh so uh i guess my question is what i'm really interested in is how many people are like on the team like who's like how many people like is there are you running all social media do you have somebody who's helping you come up with designs there's nine people that work for god bars at this point fire Mm. so it's not just me hell no i couldn't do this i'd like I'm so recluse, bro. Like, <laughs> I just do not like even anybody that knows me can tell you, like, it has to be a reason for me to go outside. Like, it has to be damn near a paying reason for me to go outside. Like, I'm such a recluse. I feel that. I understand yeah. that. I definitely do. I yeah. So, I'm so like, gonna... quarantine was easy for me. Yeah, I'm about to say the quarantine is probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was so easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was easy. It was easy for me as well, as long as I could like go to the liquor store and mm-hmm. I have do my, shit like that. I have my future wife upstairs. We live together, so I at least See? I have company every every time. Look, my girl is here, and she was yeah. here through the whole quarantine. She yeah. moved down from New York. Uh, oh wow! In February, so she moved right before this kicked off. Man. <laughs> yeah, quarantine they did nothing but just make us closer. Closer, so, yeah. Dalton, I'm sure you know how that goes. Oh yeah, we getting married next month, so yeah. I know congratulations, how- congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still uh <laughs> I'm still out here trying to, you know, make sure hey, enjoy yourself. Yeah, you know, fruits of the labor mm-hmm. and whatnot. Okay, so like you were saying, to take it back, uh the card game is basically step one. You have other things lined up, but those things you can share right now or not right now. Yeah, definitely. Um I can speak on the on the card game portion of it. Um so we've been talking with our legal and trying to figure out how we can go about uh, trying to implement this method of play into the school system. Mm. So what I was thinking was um, once we go into the space of turning this into an app, because that's naturally next, we just want to go with a developer that is actually, you know, good to go. Yeah. Uh, somebody that knows what they're doing, they've done this before. Um, we want to go into turning this into possibly poetic. Uh, let's say if you like got bars, um, poetry edition, or let's say we can go into specializing in Shakespeare, or we can go into different things like that and turning it into ways that you can learn mm. that actually aren't boring. You yeah. know, like we all been sitting in class and just listening to, te- to the teacher. And today we have like, I don't hear that. You know what <laughs> right. I'm saying? People don't right. learn that way. And I'm a person that did not learn that way in school. So I felt like one of the ways I can try to contribute to that was if you can put this in a fashion that somebody could play a game and gamify it, it might actually help uh, yeah, people learn a bit more about boring yeah. things that aren't so exciting. I feel like that's why they implemented flashcards. 
in, mm-hmm. in exactly. elementary exactly. school. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, they need an update, though. No, they definitely do. Uh, the education part, I feel like that is a uh, that's a great idea, bro. Because we like uh, me myself personally getting with like like minded people, whether they're artists or videographers right. or photographers, just trying to figure out ways we can like go get people to vote or. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about defunding the police or whatever it is that we mm-hmm. trying to do, it always goes back to like education. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like we need to mm-hmm. know what we're doing before we go out there and do it. So yeah, right. man, that's a, another great idea. I'm glad we linked. I'm glad we linked like this at right. this time, man, for Weird. real. Weird. I do want to ask you something separate from the, uh, the business though. I want to okay. know um, with everything that's going on, uh, in the world currently and that's been going on but the mm-hmm. spotlight's on it right now like how has that made you create like has it has it has it hurt your creativity or has it like shotgunned it to like a, a- um it's it's two different it's two different parts so like when we first went into quarantine mm-hmm. and i couldn't go and like kind of see the inspiration that I have. So like, like I was saying earlier, I am a recluse, but at the same time, like I still do go outside. Right. Um, when I couldn't do that as much, um, it hindered me a lot. It hindered me a lot. And I would try to make stuff and I would just kept, you know, you a producer. I just kept like not saving it, not saving it. Right. Um, just like, nah, this ain't dope enough. Nah, this ain't good enough. And um, I did that for probably like half a quarantine. And then everything started to happen um, with the police brutality. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, this this state of mind that I've been in for that hasn't pretty much dwindled at all since Trayvon. I think for me, Trayvon was what sparked the way that I look at this whole movement right now. Um, That always fuels me. It, It didn't deter me. It didn't. It didn't sadden me. So um, this in combination with quarantine, uh, quarantine was a downer. And when everything happened with George Floyd, uh, it, it kicked me in the overdrive. Mm-hmm. Kicked I me back that. in the overdrive. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like you, you, you have to say something. You have to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to be present. And it's stuff to do. It's plenty to do. Um, it's plenty to do. <laughs> it's plenty to do. Um, I even talk with my friends uh, and the conversation we just been having is everybody got to play their role. Um, very You know, important. it's not always. Yeah, definitely very important. It's not always necessary for everybody to be on the front line or out there in the streets. But right. in the avenue that you're in, you need to make sure you're heard. Prime example, like, I may not protest, but I will go and I'm talking to our congressman, figuring out what bills he's putting in place and backing they have our best interests at heart. Yes, sir. Um, you know what I'm saying? Things like that and just figuring out, you know, in your district, who's your representative. Like, mm-hmm. just really, really playing your role down to the T to the and being about what the movement is about versus just putting out a tweet or something like that. Going back to being educated about it. That's- yeah, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly mm-hmm. with that. That's what we've been doing on our side as well with our uh videographer or uh just trying to get together these panels outside obviously but Mm -hmm. um trying to get together these panels to talk about these things so we can um 
share the knowledge that we have amongst ourselves and when we post it and whatever, whatever. But no, I'm glad to hear that it um didn't hinder your creativity in any way because right. uh, I was having a conversation with the artist that I work with closely. Um, his name is Parnell. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just, I was very adamant on telling him like, bro, I don't think uh, artists dropping music at this particular time is good for them like good for their overall brand. And I don't Correct. think that whatever you're, whatever you're saying is, is going to get washed out by, you know, like even what, two days ago with the whole uh, Louis, Louis, Louisville was like boarding up their courthouse because uh, they, were, they were talking about decisions on the Breonna Taylor case. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, just imagine if you dropped a song that you put your all into and then the very next day or the same day, a decision comes out that we're not arresting any of the officers. Like what you just did is not even going to matter in the grand scheme of things. I would just hold it and, you know, kind of try to just kind of, uh, what's the popular phrase right now? Uh, read the room and try to read the room. Like same, same. That's crazy that you're saying that because the same situation on my side, I have a couple artists that I work exclusively with and, you know, they would ask me, well, what do you think we should do? Do you think I should drop and I'm like bro right now I really don't think that this is the best position for you to gain the most visibility right um if you do this right now you will not have the maximum chance to be successful so you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot so I that that's the that's the way that I took it yeah I, I agree I agree wholeheartedly with that but then I was like, I don't know. I think I started drinking some douce. Well, no, I did start drinking <laughs> some douce last night, and or and I was like, man, maybe the people need something, but maybe it's it maybe at a different frequency. Like maybe not like we shall overcome type of song, but let's have fun with it. But at the same time, let's speak on what we need to speak on. Get our message. I across. feel like I feel like right now the tone needs to be uh, progressive. I don't feel like it needs to speak to what we already know. Like, we already know um, about police brutality. We know those things. What are we going to do to change it? What Thanks. what actions are we going to take? Like, I think I think we need to speak to that with what we're doing more so versus um, exposing the trauma. Yeah, somebody got to find a cool way to say that, though. Oh, yeah, to yeah, where yeah. people want to hear it. That's a challenge. That's a, very, that's, that's a difficult challenge. Yeah, because getting on the track like, hey, let's vote and get to, like, nah, that's not going to do it, fam. <laughs> it's not yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, you're gonna keep relaying the same message over and over again. Yeah. Let's get not to gonna do it. Next step. What do we what You know we, what though? We we saying this and I I look around my office, I got a uh, I got a picture of Nip. I just looked over at that and I'm like, he was saying it though. Yep. He was saying it in a way that we didn't look at it like cheesy or like ah, oh, he's just trying to preach to us, like, but he was saying all of it. I guess it's because we just looked at him like one of us, though. Yeah, that's a fact. He just believed everything he said. He, he, yeah, he yeah. never lied about anything. So you, right. you feel that authenticity. It's just like if randomly some guy was like, yo, go out and vote. You'd be like, what? <laughs> what, bro? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, like, I don't know you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, so, uh, like, once we established – our like relationship uh you dalton and i we uh somebody brought up dragon ball z (laughs) it it was i uh, think it was dalton that tweeted it it out oh yeah 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 dalton brought it up 
So yeah. anytime I see anything for like anybody like slander or Vegeta, I always have to tag Chris in it because he gets very upset about it. He's like, because there's like ten Vegeta apologists on the panel, so he's one of them. So like, I always just did like <laughs> I can tell you like how like okay, so I'm a big anime guy, so I mm-hmm. was, like, I, I like know everything about Dragon Ball Z. I I know mm-hmm. I watched Dragon Ball from the beginning, Dragon Ball Z, right? I've, I've, right, I've, right. Super, um, super, right. I know everything about it. So like, mm-hmm. that's why I was like, oh, he, uh, but I know what will trigger him. It's always Vegeta slander. So <laughs> I wasn't agreeing with that. I was like, look at this, Chris. And he was like, oh, oh let, let me get him started. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I can, but I, but I love, I love arguing about it. Cause it's, it's definitely the <laughs> argument. Um, other than who's, who's the real, who go, it's like that and like who's Gohan's real dad. That's the funniest two arguments. Um, Everybody knows Piccolo is his real dad, man. I, I, I will preface with this argument by saying I do like Vegeta, mm-hmm. but I can tell you right now, Kira Toriyama does not, and you can tell, but I'll give you, you can, all, you can definitely tell through the I'll thank you, all, all the substantial evidence that I have. Um, but you can make your case, Vegeta. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to try to win me over to Vegeta. I like Vegeta, but yeah, it is what it is. It's on screen. I can tell you <laughs> everything. I don't. Okay, so I don't. That argument, people are, people have already decided before. Like you go into the argument, like who they see is like their favorite person in the show. So I don't even be trying to argue it. But I know for me, just the way that Vegeta moves about things, yeah, it appeals to me more because. Just Goku, the embodiment of it is like, oh, you have one more chance. We're going to let you live. Don't mm-hmm. come back. Like, no, we need to kill this nigga. Like, <laughs> you can't leave him alive. You just embarrassed him. You just beat the, like, you can't do that. So yeah. it's just the embodiment of the way Vegeta handles things. He gets right to it. He don't ask no questions. Well, after he don't want somebody asked, he probably ask questions. But for the most part, um, nah, Goku, for sure. Goku is... Goku is very, very blonde to me. He's Facts. very, very blonde. Like he's especially a in Super. Yeah, and <laughs> even more so in Super. Fuck with him in Super. They're right. Because because he definitely didn't act like that in GT when he got older. But like Super, they made him like mad goofy. I don't know why. And they they leaned into it because they they know what people are already saying. So they just probably leaned into it. Like oh, they're talking about how goofy he is. All right, let's keep him talking. Let's lean into that some more. Definitely. So. My my. My whole argument comes from YouTube. I'm not going to lie. Because the way I feel about it is if someone dedicates three to four hours on content about one specific thing, they know they, they know what the fuck what, they know what the fuck they're talking about to me. Yeah. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I remember back in like 2017, 2018, that time, maybe, maybe even like 2016, 17, somewhere in there, I was mm-hmm. like watching all of this YouTube stuff about Dragon Ball Z and why everything is the way that it, way that it is. And I think mm-hmm. your homeboy commented something about... Um, oh, Depp. Yeah, shout out yeah, to Depp. <laughs> Goku always has to save the day or whatever. I think he said something along those lines. Yeah, but, he did. Um, yeah. I said, because they said it on the YouTube video, and I was like, yo, that actually makes all the sense in the world. Because the argument before, like, Vegeta's getting washed is, why Gohan never saved the day? Why Vegeta never saved the day? Why X, Y, Z? And the way that they explained it uh, via YouTube was basically saying, like, yo, this is the story of Goku. When they try to, like, uh, insert Gohan as the hero, they pulled way the fuck back and made him the great Saiyan man. Basically, why, why do y'all think that happened? I can, I, well, I can tell you why. Because it's yeah, Goku's story. No, it's not even that. Nah, I, I really Gohan think it's got to be deeper than that. Gohan is a pacifist. He is not want to fight you saw it when he first tried to fight cell he was like piccolo had to like wake goku up it's like yo your son doesn't like to do this shit that's what you do yeah and he yeah. was like oh shit i messed up like no shit goku you're dumbass you're terrible <laughs> but, uh, but then he like, then he unlocked super saiyan 2 everybody was like oh shit he's actually a badass but we've yes. already seen the hidden power from the beginning he just finally like tapped into a little bit of it and right. then you saw what he did when he went to peace. He went to school and acted like a normal person. He didn't want to fucking train. He wasn't training for the next threat. He was like, Fujita here. I don't got to worry about this shit. Um, yeah. But I can tell I you. Think, I, I, really, I really started to think that it came down to merchandising and how far they had already put into Goku. Yeah. To like wash that out the way. Yeah. yeah. Go on in that spot. Yeah. I think that would be foolish for the brand. Like, yeah, that's what I it? thought. Yep. Yeah. This, this, the crazy thing is, Dragon Ball, the story, like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, ended in mm-hmm. Japan in 1996. It completely ended. So it didn't even come to America until 97. So, Crazy. so in Japan, they already had this wave, and they, of course, the merchandise. It was set. Yeah, yep. but um, they actually do have a lot of um, I, I've been, I went to Tokyo a couple of years back, so I, okay, I, dope, dope. I went to a spot with like all this merchandise for anime in there the dragon mm-hmm. ball honestly the two most popular things i did see mm-hmm. brawly is a very popular character regardless of <laughs> he's he i saw a lot of brawly i saw I can see that. they like bardock a lot um trunks is super popular of um, course and then if it's gohan it's always gohan during can't, can't, uh, it's kid gohan, too. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but the the biggest thing like if of course as a a curatoriama wrote the story so he can do what he wants but the two, past the merchandise thing two reasons why gohan is a pacifist he's not going to be a like you can't really build a show around him he's not that exciting as a person um cuz like i said in saying Saga, he whined the whole fucking time i know he was yeah, like, he did. They did. still cried the whole time but the namek you know. he stepped all the way to fuck up he didn't do anything chris he did nothing <laughs> <laughs> Yo, first of all, when he found out, when he learned that there was an opportunity to go to Namek and get the ball, he was, no, mom, I'm going to go. I'm going to bring my dad back. Because he was gung-ho doesn't mean he did anything. 
So bro, he, he went out there. He met with the motherfucking nigga. He was out there. Everybody was useless on Namek. Every single person. For the most part, yeah. But go, don't act like, come on, man. Gohan was that. Look, personally, as he did fill the void. Don't do that, though. He did. He felt he, did he feel, filled the he void. He did fill the void. Now, and then Vegeta kind of he Vegeta kind of came level, in. No, but he, oh, he filled no. the void. Okay. No, no, not a Goku now, level. But again, now to this Goku Vegeta thing. Okay. The Vegeta, like, has the best character growth of any character. I'm gonna give him that. Like. Okay. Him okay. going from regular, from the very first time you see him to Dragon Ball Super, he's a way different person. Yes. Even 100%. his subsides a lot more. He's more tolerable to like nonsense than he used to be. And I think that's through having a child and all of right. that, of course. But right. I, I saw you say, um, like, Goku didn't even hold his own child. Let's not act like Vegeta started out as a perfect man. <laughs> Vegeta was a terrible <laughs> No, he was, a hor- he was a horrible father at first, but I have to... I don't care. He's like, I don't care about you or the baby. I'm trying to get Yeah, this. he did say that. Enjoy, he did bro. say that. And then Future Trunk was pissed, bro. He's like, why did you try to save them? He's like, bitch, get the fuck out. He, tr- he literally attacked Future Trunk's like twice because he got in his way. He's like, move in my way, bitch. Yeah, yeah I got to do this. Get out the way. He but, turn perfect. but who was, was present? The- who was present? What? He, who was Bichita, present? Bachita was present throughout his oh, son's childhood. Or not. Okay. And, 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 and let's add a little bit more injury to insult here. You know what I'm saying? How many times has Goku died, bro? How many times? But Cheetah died, what, once? Twice? Just one time. What? Once. He just died once. once. With Majin Buu, right? Yep. So yeah, he, died, he died. Frieza killed him. Frieza killed okay, him. so he died twice. No, he, he didn't die. Oh, yeah. No, Majin Buu, he, no, he, so he died twice. He self-destructed he himself twice. or he did whatever. Twice. He did. So... You know, that, 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 that'll help be present a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like my nigga was like, yo, I'm finna go get a pack of cigarettes and never come back. Like, finish, Chris. <laughs> oh, go ahead. My bad, brother. I said when he started out. <laughs> but the future Trunks kind of opened him up more because once Trunks died, he lost it. He was like, shit, I was fucking up. Yep. But the biggest character flaw for him at first was he was so fucking arrogant that he, he like, literally, he had to get humbled like four times for him to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not where I think I'm at right yeah. now. Yeah, just because I'm a prince, I'm not yeah, as great as I think he, I am. He right. held on to that for a long time. I'm the mm-hmm. prince. It's like, you didn't turn Super Saiyan first. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, like, he, he always thought, like, I deserve all this shit. But then when he, like... He's stuck, been chasing. Yeah. yeah. The, the biggest thing is that if he never fought Goku, and it, it's the same for Goku, too, but Goku, like, Vegeta made his, like, half of Dragon Ball Z, his whole mission was, I want to be stronger than this motherfucker because he's a low-class motherfucker. I just want to be stronger than him. Now, if Goku never met him, Goku never would have tried to go to the next level, but Goku never, like, I want to be stronger than Vegeta. Like, he never said that, not one time. And I don't even like Goku like that because Goku gets on my nerves half the time. But but Vegeta literally, like, based everything, like, I just want to, I don't care, honestly, I don't care about anything else. I just want to make sure. Even... Even all the way into Super. Yeah, he, but then in in Majibu, he, he like there was that episode where he admitted like, yeah, you're the best, bro. I kind of, you got it, bro. You win, like you. Yeah. Um, I also want to state that Vegeta did beat Frieza. Had it were, were it not for Frieza being a little bitch and blowing up the earth. <laughs> oh, 
Vegeta would have got that dub, which he does. But Vegeta deserved that dub more than any other character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is John. This is a Jonathan sentiment. I'm just, I'm just no, speaking no, no, for my real. nigga. That's, real. that's a real, that's real. It's real. Vegeta deserved that way more than Goku coming back and realizing, like, oh, you got to do the little time reverse thing, and then I'll stop him. Like that was bullshit, bro. The one moment Vegeta was finally finna get his, Goku come and take that shit away. That's all I'm saying. I feel like he definitely should have been given that after how he was treated by 18, because that that definitely still hurts my heart. Oh man, yeah. yeah he, the two biggest ass whoopers was that. I didn't like that. And Frieza, the first time. Yeah, I, I didn't. I did not like that at all. I'm like, really? Come on, bro. You also want to say when Vegeta was dying against Frieza, we're not gonna act like he didn't cry to Goku, and then he acts like he never did that shit because he was like, "Yo, he's the way I am. Just do it, please." And then when he was like, "Yeah," he was like, "Of course, he's not gonna admit it." He's like, "He's a Super Saiyan. You fucked up." And then he. Like, then he never wants to be like, yo, you were gassing him up, like, literally 10 episodes ago. And now you... And let, let's not also forget what my what my what what our guest here today said on Twitter mm-hmm. the other day. He gave it to Brawley, bruh, in the, in the, Brawley, the new Brawley <laughs> movie. He gave it to that nigga. Yeah, he was... He, I mean, of course, he started off stronger, but then you remember, he was, he learning as he fights. In the yeah, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Yep. But, I, yep. I, 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 that's probably one of my favorite things was that movie. I, and then let's also take it into account that, that we s- decided to train Vegeta first until yeah. Goku. You know what I'm saying? That just goes to show you. They th- I'm picking the dude who's more fundamentally sound. Like he, he would, right. But um, he does have a little like listening problem, but that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, from the jump, I really just, I mess with the fact that his action you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's yeah. really, really pretty much action with him. And I feel like um, him and Goku got their flaws. Like, I feel like Goku could Thanks. use a bit more action. You know what I'm saying? Just that's being why, that's a little bit more assertive. His teammates instead of being, like, combative half the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the fusion characters are my favorite characters. Like, Gotenks is my guy. Go. Oh, okay. All right. Gotenks is the funniest. I was supposed to say, go, I supposed to say Gogeta? You like Gogeta? I like Gogeta and Fujito. I like both. Okay. Yeah. I did, yeah. Like, that's just the cool, better concept for me. That was like, I was like, oh, shit. That was the only time that I was ever like, yo, this is nuts. Like, what yeah, that made sense for them to do that. Yeah. So now that we see that you your knowledge of anime runs deep, do you think <laughs> like a, a, a anime-based card game is something you see in the future? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but I think... um. I can like getting the clearance on that shit would be hard as hell. Yeah, you're probably right about that. It'd be let hard as you, hell. Let me ask you another question. Me and uh, Dalton already Texas based. Just so you know, what's that? The Funimation is Texas based. They're in Flower Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's in Fort Worth. Yeah. Mm. Um, me and Dalton already already discussed this, but uh, uh, this girl had tweeted like this guy made her mad because he said that uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender isn't an uh, anime. Or it is an anime. What is it? It's American, so it wouldn't technically be classified as an anime. Wow, you got to stop that. But yeah, because this, the literal classification is anime is Japanese animation, and they call cartoons American. But so I would just call it an American anime uh, because it's style like one. It's written. Yeah. Looks like. See, okay. So those are the same people that probably will sit up there and like say subs, no dubs. Like, I don't. 
bro, consuming it however I consume it is cool. Like, yeah, if I'm going to listen to the voice acting, if it's in Japanese, like, or Chinese, cool. But no, like, it doesn't matter how you consuming it at all. Like, I know a lot of people that won't even watch it or get introduced to the to anime, period, just yeah. because they don't want to read the subs. Oh, they don't want to read the subs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like you're trying to sell them on the thought of anime, period. You got to get them to watch the dub. To even get to the level to appreciate this, like the stuff. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I mean, yeah. I just go for better voice. The whoever voice acts better. The I, voice. Yeah. I, me too. Damn. At this point, but when I started, I was primarily like dub. I wasn't trying to hear it. Oh yeah. Nah. Well, a lot of it too is like not the English version's way behind. So that's. Mm-hmm. I I don't like waiting. So what's, yeah, I don't wait either anymore at all. Super. What's I was one watching your, every week. Oh yeah, uh, on the Funimation app, right? Uh-huh. I'll watch it every... No, wait, 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 no. Was it? Crunchyroll? No, because at oh, that Crunchyroll. time... Crunchyroll, I'm sorry. Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll. I don't even know if it was Crunchyroll, because uh, Adult Swim was playing it, I think, as it as it was happening, I think. I'm not all sure. I, all I know, me and Dawn didn't have cable in our apartment, so... <laughs> I would, I'd be like, yo, let me get the crunchy roll right quick. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, Dalton wouldn't give us the password, like me, nobody... But he would like screencast his phone or whatever to the shit, to the TV. Damn. Everybody would cut, like, he would watch it first on Sunday. And then yeah. all the homies would come over. Yeah, and then we would all watch it like later. And Dog is all, he won't even sit in the living room with us and rewatch it. Like, he's over. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I didn't give you my password is because my thing is set up. So if, if you watch an episode, it'll like, I'll mess- fuck up where your viewing is. Oh, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But Dog, I would never do that to you, baby. Hey. I need those passwords, man. <laughs> 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 I need those passwords. Why back on episode four? Like, now I got to find where Yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I put you back where you was at, man. But uh, I wanted to ask you, while we still on anime, this could be the last, like, mm-hmm. anime question. What is your, like, go-to favorite anime all time? <sighs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> I'm either going to say Full Metal or... And you watch it. I don't, I'm it's, I'm torn in between the two. Uh, now, you, Full Metal, you talking about Brotherhood? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Okay, it's been, hey, I gotta ask. Some people yeah, yeah, yeah. I know most people are like what? Are, what? But like yeah, both. Brotherhood. Brotherhood's better. That's that's what I say. But I know you will get attacked for saying anything other than Brotherhood. So yes, yeah. you will. Yeah, and I don't um, even watch it, but I know you'll get attacked for that shit. Yeah. So it's in between those two. Um, I'm trying now to get into more like. Um, obscure shit like school based shit. Like I don't. My son had me trying to watch like some school girl shit the other day. I don't know, but um, yeah, I'm trying to mix it up at this point. I feel and not just watch stuff with a lot of action. I I have to watch action. I have to. Uh, that's I'm all I'm trying know. to get out of it. It's it's hard, but it's uh, very hard. It's like Dalton had me watching. No, my uh, bread and butter of anime though. My ex had me watching a cooking anime. Like they they go to school for yeah. cooking. Um, I think Dalton was watching some basketball shit once or sports. Oh, I watch all the sports ones. Yeah. Now yeah, Epo is fire. I don't know if y'all know about Epo. Yeah, how'd you mean no Epo? Yeah, the back box. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, Evo's fire. Um, that's actually a good one, though. If you get that one a chance, it's enough action in there. That it's, it's, it'll hold you. It's never ending. It's still going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so long. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. it. It got to be some type of action in it for me, or like, you know what I'm saying. I can, I can recommend 
anime for days. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I have like to get but, your list, man. Because oh no, that one's the go to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to holler at him. He's definitely the go to. And for my and most of the animes that I watch are from the like 80s or whatever. Like I don't even watch oh, none okay. of this newer okay. shit. So I'm like, see, my son is he's into all the newer shit. Like mm-hmm. uh, he knows, like of course, stuff like we would watch, like the fundamental right. shit. But he is into like, like the other day he had me watch some shit called, um, I think it was like, uh, I can't think of the name of the studio. It's the same studio that did. Uh, oh my gosh, it's a Disney one. I can't think of the name of the Disney anime studio. Um, no. was no. Ghibli? No. Um, is it Pollo? I think it is. No. I think it is Pollo. But anyway, he had me watching some shit. It's called like The Cat's Return. I don't yeah. know if y'all ever heard of that. Studio Ghibli, bro. Okay, it is. Okay. All That's right, yeah, with that. that. Like, what the hell? That's the rights in America for Studio Ghibli films. Yeah. Okay. So there it is. Now, he had me watching that shit. I'm like, uh. Yeah, the movie? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know, son. Like, this is. Is, I don't know. I don't know. Very funny. I'm trying to give it a chance, though. If you, if you want to watch a Ghibli film, you got to watch the Hayao Miyazaki ones. Those are ones, like, you got to watch, like, Spirited Away and shit like give that. Me, send me some titles. Like, DM me some titles. I, man, I must, if, if you want one, it's going to be, a, I'm going to give you an essay. It's a lot. It's so, <laughs> I got so many. Essential. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you to watch One Piece if you haven't started because it's impossible to catch up. So. Yeah, he's he's been forcing me to watch One Piece uh, and showing me everything Luffy as of late. So I've watched One Piece for twenty years. So yeah. oh, <laughs> I didn't okay. even know well, that yeah. shit was going on like that back then. I never heard I of that shit it. till recently. That's what's crazy to me. But I guess it took America a while to catch up, like Dalton was saying. <clears throat> yeah, I was on I'm, internet. Will be your friend. I was watching anime on the internet first. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. Like, I mean, of course, growing up black, you don't know. Black. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that Dragon Ball Z is an anime. You just think it's a cartoon. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Or Yu Yu Hakusho, or Inuyasha, or Tenchi Muyo, or Gundam. Like, it's just cartoons to me. Yeah, I used to yep. call it cartoon with a storyline because, like, I didn't know what else to call it. I was like, it's not like Dexter's Laboratory. It has. A story. I used to see. I used to see that, and I would see a uh, Sailor Moon, and I'd be like, "This looks different, though. This can't just be like a cartoon." Sailor Moon. Yeah, Sailor that's true. Moon. People true. sleep on Sailor Moon. Bro. I love Sailor. Moon. Yeah, Sailor Moon's cool. Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon cool. No, Sailor Moon's fire, bro. But people don't give it a chance because it's girls and shit. But that shit's hard. Come yeah. on, that that theme song is one of the hardest. Like that second yeah, best theme song. Fighting <laughs> tuxedo uh, mask running around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, second best theme song in anime history, American anime history, next to Yu Yu Hakusho, in my opinion. Oh boy, that that that's to me though. Dude, you're talking big. You're talking big. I'm trying to think who what what anime has the best theme song. Yu Yu Hakusho is number one. It should be number one on anybody's list. Has the uh, that one's pretty heavy, man. Like, uh, that shit, every play, time uh, I look, Dalton, call me out if I'm lying. Every yeah. time I, like, hear that song, I will tear up. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit is, that shit is fucking flames, bro. Like, flame. I won't even try to sample that shit. I look, like, shit like that, you yeah. gotta leave it alone. Like, that yeah. purple rain. You gotta leave shit like that alone. That shit's, yeah. I'm bothered. Outro, though, Chris. You said what? The best anime outro. What's that? It's 
um, I like I I, I sent you in my in the pack. I sent you. Oh right, right, right. Uh, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure season two, in the credits, they played. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they played Jodeci. Um, every time I close my eyes, you lying. I'm dead serious. It's literally in the credits. They will play. They play. What? In the credits, yeah. That's it's crazy. Nowhere. Like you'll watch an episode of them whooping ass, and then next thing you know, the credits will start rolling. And you hear fucking Jodeci singing to you. I'm not <laughs> real. Somebody in the studio was we a fan. Watched it, and we heard that we're like, "Is this really happening?" We had to rewind it to make sure it was really from the the show, and it was. It's literally. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. funny. Um. Yeah. So he made me watch that, and then of course I started putting them on uh, Evangelion. So. Okay. Having to watch that. Separate conversation. Me and Shelby watched that. I never watched it, and then we, we watched it. Uh, it's heavy. Uh, we didn't really like too much, honestly. Really? Yeah. Did you ever, did you think it was like, like heavy to watch or you just didn't like? What did no, you it wasn't heavy to watch because it's a lot of like thematic stuff. It's not yeah. about the robots fighting and, um, it's definitely like the opposite of Gundam. <laughs> like Gundam is like, fuck <laughs> fight with robots. Um, yeah. like fuck the robots. Let's just try to get like real philosophical. Like I get all the deep stuff. It just wasn't mm-hmm. that, this wasn't like a, a like a interesting watch like it was like pretty drawn out that you know there was never like a true ending because they no because keep budget, coming the budget ran out so they had to make yeah. the last episode basically this black te- i mean white text on a black screen um and it, it, he whines for like almost half the show can you blame him though with his dad well, like I that can't, i mean I can't blame him but it's like i get i get it already he's stressed out for being there yeah he focuses yeah. on something else like it I don't know. I, Give me I, more. I understand that. I can understand the love for it, but it just wasn't like, I guess it was too hyped up for me. Cause then I, I was like, Oh, this is, it's fine. Like I don't hate it, but I'm not just like, I'm not like in a rush to be like, let me buy the box set. Cause if I realize something, I'll buy box sets of it. I'll like buy stuff from it. Yeah. Uh, I do like the robot designs though. They look crazy. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it not, has been hyped. There's yeah. very little, uh, there's not very many likable characters for me in it. Um, I like the the girl that took him in. She's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I like the boyfriend, her on and off again boyfriend. Um, yeah, he was he was weird. He gave he gave me um hate all he gave pilots. me creepy vibes. Yeah, I hate all the pilots though. Really, the red hair girl is mad annoying. <laughs> she whines like she she just complains the whole time. Shinji wines. I guess the other girl's fine, but she's just like robotic because she's uh, Ray. Yeah, yeah she's a created human but like there's yeah. i don't know there's not many likable characters his dad's a fucking terrible person psychopath yeah um yeah i it it is what it is i watched like the movies as well um and they that i know they redid it because they they're making those three films in japan yep. yeah uh, so they, they said that's like the weird way to watch it so i might watch those but i i did not really enjoy it damn <laughs> what did what did you enjoy about it so much um, I like the actual dad part of it. Um, okay, so I could relate to him in that situation. A lot of shit that I watch, mm-hmm. I kind of like look at tidbits of my own shit. I'm like, damn, his dad is a psychopath. Like, okay, I can relate to that. And on top of that, I just like watching shit where like it slowly crumbles and it's not like going straight into it being a happy ending. Super happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate that shit because it's predict- predictable. 
Nothing. So, yeah, it's not realistic to me at all. So, stuff like that where it's like a slow burn to destruction, I like watching. So, yeah, I mean, that I like, I like I said, I get it, the thematics and everything. Like, I, it's not like it was like went over my head. It's just like, uh, I'd like that's just not a. It wasn't a very pleasant watch. Um, like I get, and the pacing was weird. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about it. I guess because I think it's a product of its time, though. To be honest with you, can I can yeah. I can I like insert a random comment right quick? I'm sorry. Hmm. I was just like going through who's viewed my stories on uh, Instagram. I'm trying to make sure uh, Honey Boo Boo does. And um, <laughs> Cassidy fucking watched my story. Oh my god! Oh god! What the fuck? I'm mad that we said that in unison. He probably yeah. Chris because he can't make beats for shit. Hey, he uh, came to the right place. Would you even want to give him a beat though? Oh, like, that, I, most definitely. The, uh, look, it uh, ain't even it ain't even for the look. I'm the type of producer that feel like I can go to a. Uh, let me let, let's just think of like somebody who like fell off. Uh, Cassidy. Yeah, okay, perfect. I feel, I'm like, perfect. I'm the, I'm the type of producer if you're like, yo, I can bring you back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like, just, right. just follow my lead, my nigga. I got you. That's the type of producer I am. So, Well, well shout out to you. <laughs> and that, and <laughs> shout out to you in a positive attitude. But it got to be, look, Cassidy might be a bad example. He has some joints. <laughs> he might be a bad example of the type of artist that I mean. Predominantly, I'm talking about I feel like I could produce a whole R&B album of for somebody who's like mm-hmm. uh, a, like the R&B. Rap is a little bit more fickle than R&B is. As long as you Definitely. can still sing Definitely. and the beast is good, nigga, you can be motherfucking Maxwell out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as the beast is fire. But rappers, yeah, I don't think, like, I don't they, think they expect as much from R&B artists as they do with rappers, of course. Hell no. Uh-uh. Yeah, I R&B, think it's always been like R&B that. Is very disrespected. <laughs> you, wait, you said R and B is disrespected? Yeah. Like, I can't, uh, nah, I, I can't say that. A claim that it should. I'm talking about like because uh, you know it's it's harder to find new people in R and B because everybody's mm-hmm. people to sound the same. Ah, uh, okay, um, okay. So yeah, I'm with you on that. Like pure like vocalists like don't get the respect they deserve. Like like because mm-hmm. I, I listen to stuff different. I'm be like, yo, did you hear what she did on this song? They're like. Nah, it sounds like uh, they'd be like it sounds like a her song. It sounds like both. like no, nah, I I find it more easier to differentiate R and B than it is for rap today because like I know an Ariana Grande song as much a rap because they I can still I can I can bounce my head to it. Fuck it. Like, Everybody sounds the same in rap right now. Like yeah. as far as like the main people we're listening yep. to, R and B you got and uh, I stumbled upon uh, Baby Rose. Have you heard of Baby Rose? Definitely, my girl will start playing it. Bruh, that shit had me... Bruh, I was eating a bowl of spaghetti in my feelings, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other day, just the other day. I was like, yo, I got to turn this shit off. I'm finna cry. Mm-hmm. I'm finna call. <laughs> I'm finna call somebody I ain't got no business calling right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, baby Rose. And then, like, in my mind, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, outside of mm-hmm. FKA Twigs, because she's a bit more... I never understood it. It's just one for me. Yeah, SZA um, yeah. was the SZA was the first artist that actually, or singer rather, that kind of started doing something different with her vocal infl- in, mm-hmm. uh, inflictions or whatever. Yeah, and now it's become more popular. But I still could tell, like, and then you got your Janae's, you got your Beyonces. I'm telling you, if Jennifer Hudson put out a smack right now, it's a smack. 
It don't yeah, matter wish, like how long they take off. I wish the world viewed it that way. Yeah, they don't. Because we, I think, I think on on this on this conference, well, not this conference, but on this podcast, I think we got a mutual respect for music and just the creative process of it. I don't feel like the general public even cares how it's made. Oh no, they don't. They don't know how long it takes. Like some, it's it's hard. It's not easy to make like Mm-mm. good shit. Mm. <laughs> nope. So I feel you, but eh, it's what it is. Yeah, ba- uh, what uh, little baby, uh, little baby, and uh, what's my uh, what's my man name? Dalton. Like the uh, the box. The box. Oh, uh, Roddy. Rich. Oh, Roddy Rich. Roddy. They, like that. They sound too. Like that whole the young thug sound. All these uh, artists are adopting right now or have been adopting like it's kind of like ah you're good like they're good like little baby's great like uh roddy rich is great but personally for me i like i still have young thug like um shorty tried to put me on triple x a while ago uh like his last album before his untimely demise and i listened to it and i was like yo i like this shit but we still got cutty that's what i felt you know what i'm saying like yeah, depression, melodic shit. I was like, Cuddy's still doing that. Well, not so much right now, but he was still doing that. And I was like, eh. But yeah. look, though, look, though, you got to remember the time frame of your entry point into, like, checking for shit like that, though. Because, like, correct. yeah, you, I mean, like, you know, someone like my son, X to them is, that's Cuddy. Yeah, that's our Cuddy, yeah. Yeah, so, like, they, Cuddy, what? For what? He was big to the kids, man. Yeah, these bro, my Anthony loved Triple X, bro. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. I, remember. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, hey, this ain't it, baby." <laughs> <laughs> like this and is they're not, not trying to hear it. They're, they're not, not trying to hear it. it. They're not trying to hear it oh, at all. At all. Like my my uh, son's cousin is like super. So he was super in the X. Like he went to the point of like not listening to Drake at all. Like get mad when Drake come on. Oh, because of their little back and forth. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I was the same way with 50 and Ja though. <laughs> you picked the side. <laughs> I was definitely G unit all the way. Yeah, I'm G- yeah. I was like, what? No question. Yeah, G yeah. unit all the way. You think I'm gonna ride with rule? No. I was still listening to, look, I was still listening to Ja in private. Right. That's how you gotta do it when you like like the same thing with uh Gucci and Jeezy. I was like Fuck. <laughs> nah. That was, I was hard. Jeezy all the way at that time. I was Jeezy all the way too, but it's still like, damn, Gucci got some motherfucking, he got some shit. He do. He had some shit, yeah. Definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Hey, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Dalton on the way here. This is very <laughs> detrimental. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're about to ask you. <laughs> Are you picking the Bad Boys franchise over the Rush Hour franchise or vice versa? What? Hell no. It's rush hour. What are you talking about? That's crazy. I picked the same one. I picked the same the one. <laughs> that's bro, that's crazy to me, bro. Look, don't don't get me wrong. I am a rush hour enthusiast. Like me and my me and my homie Miles, we'll just text each other random lines from the movie at times. Like yeah. I fuck with rush hour that heavy. But bad boys, man, especially one, like I, Okay. Let's do this. Put <laughs> put the third rush hour next to the third Bad Boys and see which one you laugh more at. See, I got to rewatch Bad Boys 3 and I haven't. No, yeah. I have to watch Bad Boys 3 because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. And watch I have to them. rewatch 
Watch them like a day apart. Okay. And then just see which one you laugh more at. And I'm going to leave it at that. Because that's really what what dictates it for me. Okay. This is what I told him. I said, look, Martin Lawrence and Will uh, Will Smith together, great. But I, I was also saying this is a Michael Bay directed film. Michael Bay is not a good director. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's just... uh, but he didn't write those films, which is why they work better, and they improv a lot of that movie. But I say Rush Hour is crazier because you take Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, you'd be like, what? And you put them in a movie together, and it worked. So It I'm, made no sense on it's paper. More impressive to me than people who already have a previous relationship because um, that's, like, super random. And then Rush Hour 2 being better than the first one, also very impressive because Rush Hour 2 is phenomenal. That's the best one. Incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had the outtakes where he was like, he's not going to be a Rush Hour 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you waste our film and all of that. <laughs> Everything was good. Yeah. I, I just think I, my, whole, my whole thing about it is the fact that both of you, and I'm sure like if I asked, like uh, if I did a poll on Twitter, people are going to say Rush Hour over Bad Boys, which is acceptable. I just don't like the fact it was like no brainer. Like we went straight to it. No questions, no stutter, no, uh, it's, it's rush hour. Okay. Well, I think it kind of comes down to out of, out of Chris Tucker, out of Chris Tucker and Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, who makes you laugh more? Who, who are you going to enjoy more to watch on screen? Yeah, it's going to be Chris. It's going to be Chris. It's, it's more entertaining. It's always like he he does what those two do not do. Like it's it's literally all over the place. Yeah. So that's why I I went straight to it with no hesitation. Like Money Talks is one of my favorite movies. Period. Money Talks is fucking no. You're right. I don't even know why I try. (laughs) But see, they're two different types of Chris Tucker and Martin Lawrence are two different things though. So yeah, I like Big Mama's House and like you know other (laughs) shit. But I mean Friday. Come on, man. I ain't Friday. got to bring up Friday. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. That was cold. I ain't got to bring that up. But, you know. Money talks. You even got, uh, what's the joint with uh, Bruce Willis? Uh, yeah, Fifth Element. Fifth, uh, yeah, that shit. Come on, like, uh, that wasn't even supposed to be that funny. Yeah. Like, his part, his role wasn't supposed to be that funny. Yeah, you know no, I, I understand. Yeah. Man, he had a run, man. Chris, Chris Tucker had, had a, a hell of a run, run, bro. Fuck. Serious run. Even in um, uh, Dead Presidents. Yeah, yeah. Like that was another role that he killed. It was funny too, but it wasn't supposed to be. He he showed that he could do some dramatic stuff. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, he's still. Did I ever tell you I ran into Chris Tucker in Vegas, Chris? No, (laughs) you did not. On my twenty-first birthday, my dad took us to me and my my friend Jawan to Vegas, and we were just walking through the lobby, and Chris Tucker walked by, and I was like. Chris Tucker, he was like, hey, man, what's going on? And then he, like, walk, just walked past us. But I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I was like, of all the people, like, you're the most random I could think about right now to just pop up yeah. in the same That's crazy. Yeah, it was wild. But, yeah, he was like, hey, man. And he literally <laughs> sounded like that and just walked past us. I'm still, yeah. like, really shook that Cassidy just watched my goddamn story. Like, I don't, like, why, how? <laughs> how did that even happen? What was on your story, though? I just posted the us in here. Okay. Okay. And then the other one was uh Ben and Jerry's, uh, like sent tell you know, with the scoops of ice cream, like okay. defund the police. Okay, well, I mean I'm just kidding. I'm just that's just why you know let me, let me ask you a question because it's it's I'm I'm starting to think something. This might help my theory. 
Has Darrell watched your story recently? Darrell negative. Okay. okay. The most well, recent like celebrity quote unquote to like uh watch my story was uh damn, I can't even was recall it? who it was. I know my ex said that um Seal had watched her story. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's random. Man, that's random. What are you talking about uh Kiss, kiss from, from a rose? Yeah, yeah. kiss from <laughs> <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Batman forever? <laughs> seal. What? Yeah, D Seal. And, and she sent me a screenshot. And she was like, look, Seal, watch my video. I was like, nah. How did you feel that. about that? To be honest, look, I'll figure it to it. So she sent me the screenshot. <laughs> and not look, the first thing I realized was, oh, Seal, watch the video, whatever. That's my shirt, and I want that back. That's all I <laughs> you were wearing my shirt in the video. And I, even though I can't even fit this shirt no more, just the fact that you got it on, Principality. I, I want it back. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But still watching her shit, I mean, that was really, again, you never know who's watching and why they're watching. Yeah. I know, like, a lot of people's stories on Instagram get promoted, like, if a certain amount of people watch your story every day or uh, whatever, the, whatever the case may be. But, um... I've had some random people watch my shit and I ain't think nothing of it. But this Cassidy one, that shit's different for me personally. Because <laughs> I just, that's just like, why, that was the last person I expect. Like, you must be chilling at the crib, eating some chips or something. You know what I'm saying? You just on your phone and you saw my shit and was like, let me click this young nigga's shit and <laughs> watched it. And I was like, and you know, me, I'm like, what? Nigga, if you ain't sitting there, check my way, then you know, or something. Were you a- were you a Cassidy fan at one point? Um, yes, I liked I hotel. Liked, I liked hotel, and I liked I'm a hustler. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, have, yeah. I have his second album on CD right over there. And I liked uh, uh, when uh, Swiss Beast did the soundtrack to Biker Boys. I liked that Big Business record with. Uh, oh no, nah, you lost Biggs. me. Now. That no, look, I like the beat. No, nah, I don't. I don't know it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, Swiss Beast did the uh, soundtrack for Biker Boys. You seen the movie though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, and they had a song called Big Business. Uh, Mr. Big, Swiss Beats, Cassidy, and I think Diddy was on it. Maybe. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. It was one of those we getting money. Uh, yeah, we cool type type records. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that beat alone was like, yo, I'm a fan. Like, you know, say now I hate Swiss Beats production. Cassidy can rap. <laughs> Cassidy can uh, make good songs. Oh, Swiss, man. Swiss. Um, that's funny because it made me think of the conversation I was having the other day with my homie. Um, I had this theory that uh Fiesta kind of destroyed R and B in the mid two thousands. That is a good motherfucking point. <laughs> that clap from Fiesta, the I hate Fiesta. bro, I hate that I hate that clap. clap or whatever yeah the- I hate it it's oh like a like a oh, I hate it I know what you're talking about you know you know I, I know, know I know about. you you know I know what you yeah. I know what you talk I know I that it. that little is it is it stock in FL it's it's not it, it, yeah, actually it is stock yes yeah, it is see. it's Ugh. a stock snare yes <laughs> you know you know what he's talking about Dalton what? The 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 little snare clap that they use in hold on I'm gonna play it. Yeah, just play. Oh my god. Play anything B2K. 
Facts. I'm going to play Fiesta, though. Put you back on. You, you disconnected off of it. No, I got you. Ah, uh, B2K. B2K. That was my first concert. And Nick Cannon. <laughs> B2K was my first concert. Hey, Jiggle was hard. Jiggle was hard. This shit was hard. I ain't Jiggle, I, I, I don't feel like I can say that anymore, though, because it's Kells, but whatever. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Fuck. Yeah, I can't say Yo, it. Yo, look, but R. Kelly, R. Kelly wrote, um, okay. <laughs> you said what, dog? Piper, not Robert Kelly. That's even that name is still synonymous yeah. with underage. I'm just trying to say, you know, it's like we don't we don't rep Shad Moss, we rep Bow Wow. I'm just trying to right. Uh, <laughs> a little nicer. Robert yeah. R. Kelly. Robert Kelly. R. Kelly, bro, fortunate though, bro. I I cannot give that song up. I can't. <laughs> I can give up Chick Fil A and Taco Bell, and I cannot give up fortunate, bro. I can't do that. I can't, my soul will not let me. I can't give up clubbing my Marquis Houston either. Damn. Neither one, but this is snare. No, it's the after party then. After the party, it's the hotel lobby then. After the Belby, then it's probably Chris. And after the original, it's probably this. Yes, That snare, bro. I hate that it. fucking I snare. Hate it to my core. Is that? My God. That snare is probably. Boy, I, I'm the worst. Electronic ju- drums back then were so trash. Oh my God. In the club with a Chris for my mind. I think around that, <laughs> I think around that time, everybody was trying to get like the drums out of a Triton or something like that. Yeah, and they the tra- the, that because that was Trackmasters right there. So yeah, yeah all that yeah. shit gonna sound like that. They, I, I mean, to be honest, if I was gonna do a versus, I would have did them versus the Neptunes first. Outside, yeah, of, I don't even yeah. know why they put Kanye up against. Um. Pharrell, it should have been Pharrell versus the Trackmasters. They was popping at the same yeah, the time. Yeah, the resume is long enough, too. I mean, we did that. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, we did, but... Who uh, won? I was Pharrell. I did. Uh, uh, we didn't have a decided <laughs> winner out of the batch. Okay, let's just... <laughs> uh, I <laughs> personally... He got a personal text that said, yo, Dalton won. He got a... Who, who, oh, okay. who, who texts me that? Ryan, you don't remember you were mad about it's it. It's fucking Ryan. I'm sorry. I know I peaked right there. I know I did. It's fucking Ryan. I love Ryan. It's salty, bro. He's more familiar with the hits versus like what Kanye actually did. But I'm, I'm, I'm. The, here's the thing. I'm really good at sequencing things, so that's why. That's all it was. It's sequencing. I'm better. Yeah, at whatever. I was playing the choice that was getting you to fuck up out of here. That's all I know. There's a um I don't know if y'all heard it, but there's like a dope uh, Joe K uh Neptune's mix that he did like a couple weeks ago. If y'all ain't heard it, it's pretty far. It's like an hour and a half of that shit. I noticed uh this DJ put uh mixed like Neptune's beats over uh J. Cole versus that shit was yeah. cool. That shit was hard. That one was dope too. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to load up, Chris. I ain't loaned up nothing. I was re- replying to the honey dips. Uh, <laughs> not the time right now. It's, not hey, I, uh, it's always the time, brother. I'm sorry. I could be in a business meeting with Jesus. Uh, he is a man whore. He is a man whore. I'm finna hit him back. Just hey, a little, I'm thinking about him. You know, that's all. He, he living life. And right now, the market, <laughs> I'm sure, is wide open with uh, being post-quarantine. So. <laughs> well, shit, we finna go right back into that motherfucker, though. Oh yeah, what wave two is coming. It's coming with a vengeance too. It's a small window. You gotta operate within. 
This shit is Charlie's Angels too, nigga. Full throttle. This shit is coming. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is coming. <laughs> it sucks because I'm supposed to be going on my honeymoon and. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, damn. You shit. thinking about maybe postponing the honeymoon or still well, going ahead? With... It's going to be pretty private, so I'm not really worried about mm-hmm. ours. Um, oh, okay, okay. Y'all like, better go to the fourth floor and hop in that pool and call no. it a day. We got Airbnbs, man. We don't do hotels. Come on. I said the fourth floor up here. <laughs> but go to the uh, the pool. <laughs> I'm not oh, going to go to the pool, Chris. <laughs> hey, not right now. I was, I was going to kill this margarita. You want any more? This boy. Right. <laughs> it's Saturday, man. Yeah. Uh, he walked all the way out. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let him get his drink. Now that's cool. Dipped. Um, can you see our camera? <laughs> no, I can't. I've been like, like green this whole time. Oh uh, yeah. He like walked all the way over there. <laughs> yeah, we're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting how this podcast sounds because. <clears throat> that sound was sounding pretty weird earlier. Uh oh. Nah, I should be fine now that we're all on separate units. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sharing the same unit over here first. Yeah, I was about to say that's that's uh, bad luck for me because the last podcast I did with this chick, um, the audio couldn't be saved, and it was actually at uh, my clear channel. Uh, freaking. Uh, I can't think of it. It was at like a radio station or some shit. Oh, is the one a fishball in Arlington or? No, I went to fishball. Okay. I, although I did do one there, but um, bad fellas. Well, I can't think of the name of this radio station. Um, whatever company is behind the Breakfast Club, I can't think of the name of it right mm. now. Uh, uh, shit. Red logo. I see it in my head. The. It's not Radio One. That's no. That's Black on. Fuck. Um, uh, uh, we're nationally syndicated over three hundred. Uh, three. Th- Charlamagne saying like every time somebody try to come at him about on, still just, doing radio. Second, I find out this. We're nationally syndicated. <laughs> yeah, they're nationally nationally syndicated because of their on markets Sorry. all over the place. I can't think of it. What company is behind the Breakfast Club? I can't think of the name of it. iHeart, yeah, okay. Right. iHeart, yes. Yeah, so it was an iHeart at like location in Dallas, and oddly enough, the audio from that was botched. So oh. I was hoping that this one wouldn't <laughs> be jacked yeah, up I'll, at I'll all. Because I, I have it set up so when we're done, the audio will be tracked out for every single person, and nice, I can nice. finesse with it after that. Cool. cool. <clears throat> all right, Chris, is there anything? That you want to wrap it up with? Like, what's the last thing you want to bring up? Uh, you still got my address if you want to send some merch through for me and Dante. <laughs> yeah, I gotta look, I gotta send you some sizes. Like, I oh no, yo, I got you. I, I'm a XL all day, all every day. Uh, okay. probably like a what medium, large, I wear large, large, XL and large. Okay, uh. Anytime you want to promote anything or come through or just kick it or drink or whatever, bro, we are here. Uh, I'm so grateful for you actually speaking with us. And um, we need to like up, 
uplift these black owned businesses and his yes. idea yeah. is a great fucking idea bro so i'm glad we were able to capitalize off of the momentum that you were getting <laughs> Man, and i say like, we as in you and i like or you and uh the yeah, podcast. Nah, it's, I'm I mean, say, we are creatives trying to do what we do so yeah what i got you got whatever let's just keep running it together yeah and uplifting what we got together man i also saw in your bio that you do something you do something with music still right yeah so um the deputy um i fully produced for him okay, um, so as well out. as yeah and i just took on uh, an artist named nick weaver uh out of seattle oh you're managing as well no, 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 no. I'm just fully producing for them. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Like, it's to the point where, like, I don't even be seeking to work with nobody else. I just work with them because I get along with them. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I look, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> more, yeah. more, more, more so than you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm doing for the most part. I can dig it. Well, like I said, bro, I really appreciate you, uh, taking some time out of your day to speak to us again we're sorry about how long it took we had some technical difficulties nah it's, it's good man and really thank y'all for even having me on i'm just a regular guy man trying to do something else so i appreciate it yes sir i would definitely uh be tweeting when uh i get my victory my sister's birthday is next Saturday, and we're supposed to be having her party. We taking uh -oh. the deck. We taking the deck over there, and I'm I'm coming to I'm coming to whoop ass. Hey, leave with the championship belt. Don't let them beat you. No, that's never going to happen. Okay, okay, I'm gonna hold you to it. Yes, sir. <laughs> but all right, man. Thank you again, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon, bro. All right, thanks, man. Thanks, Dalton. Of course, man. <clears throat> all right. All right. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.